Bible podcast, <laughs> the podcast for the Kardashian connoisseur, the Kardashian conflicted, Kardashian <laughs> tortured, consumed, the Kardashian tortured, yeah, <laughs> ah. um, Kardashian captive, I think maybe that's better, held against uh, a will, <laughs> yeah, hope you all had a good week and got up off your ass. Got something done. Fucking work. <laughs> what a shit show that was. That was like a non-stop. It was so bad she had to release a, a picture of her and Pete. Like, I'm sure that wasn't even the plan. Even though on Ellen, and we'll talk all about that. She was like, I just have so many cute pics. And those are the ones you choose? You in the middle of a floor with him smoking weed? <laughs> I'm like pretty convinced now after the interview that... She's probably trying to like hoard stuff for the show, and they're gonna make uh-huh, the uh-huh. show like this big reveal of like all oh, the stuff that happened. It's like, why are you still following the same playbook? Why are you still yeah. doing this? Why are you still doing any of this? <laughs> like, I think for me, the only reason I think Pete and Kim are so fake is because we've been watching Kim for over ten years, and we know what it looks like when she's in or when she likes someone. She's usually you can't pry information. I, well, I don't know. Um, well, I don't know. We've just been kind of hanging out. I mean, I guess we like it. This has just been too much free, free and free. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm just so happy. I want it to last forever. Same time, Who are, are you? Organic. It's like, you're not yeah. seeing them anywhere. Like, it's so textbook, like, they, they're holding out to make it something. Yeah. Like, storyline is like, and maybe they are, I, I've said this from the beginning, I hope to God they're boning if they're going to. At the very oh, least. The like, very I don't believe you guys are romantically <laughs> but like, uh, involved, but if you're just like fucking, that's cool. Like, one of my friends, he yeah. thinks they're fucking, but not really together. And I'm like, I don't know if anything's happening, but I just know I've seen Kim with other men and he, she doesn't have the same like giddy giddy and it's not the same I mean granted he might not be into PDA I'm gonna give that benefit of the doubt maybe that's what's going on but they don't look naturally uh it just doesn't look and I think she's like you know a narcissist naturally but then especially during you know in the midst of a divorce which you've mentioned this last time where she's like she kind of always has to like a lily pad to the next thing yeah and so the idea that even if it's made up (laughs) this person will give her a lot of attention and it's like keeping the conversation on her. Obviously Kanye cannot stop talking about it. Then there's also the Pete has been like pretty open about how he has a tendency to like love bomb and like get obsessive really early. And like, it's part of like his personality and he has borderline personality disorder. And like, he's explained it before in the past because his whole thing with Ariana Grande was like really like like just chaos well well, there you go and there's my (laughs) other and that's my other point where I'm like I don't think you even really like Kim like that will you fuck Kim yes but like to your point like loving the idea of yeah like he he's in love with the idea of being in love exactly or the fame part is probably attractive (laughs) as well let's be honest Pete Davidson's a fame whore um but again like to your point it's not even on the rector scale of ariana grande now mind you again maybe he was burned and he's like i'm not gonna get like that into it but it's they just i'm not buying it still i mean i think it's i feel like people are advising him yeah yeah aloof because like i said obviously i feel like with the ariana grande thing like he was like feeding off of that attention Mm -hmm. it was like constant like people were commenting on 
if they were commenting on each other's pictures they were like photographed outside their hotel all the time he talked about it like on on SNL and it's like you could see him just like getting sucked up into it and I don't necessarily I want to give him benefit of the doubt in this rare case no by no means of rooting for Pete (laughs) I think he's really weird but I will give him that it seemed like he genuinely is just like addicted to the high like I don't think it was necessarily calculated when it was with Ariana Grande I think he had been with Cassie Davis for a while and or David and was just like on an adrenaline rush of like riding this out with Ariana and then it went south with Kim I think he has more handlers now plus Kim in camp are the most calculated people there are so he's probably going along with it but at the same time he's someone we've seen before enjoy this like rush attention yeah a new thing and like being the savior and like being the antithesis of the last person and blah, 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 you know. And then it's interesting he missed SNL because he's filming a movie to which I'm like, oh, I didn't know they could do that, Lauren. Because there's a lot of, there's been a lot more talented and more, no shade, but more busy people and they somehow make it yes. to SNL. I'm sorry. I'm, I, mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not really, this is not really even a dig at Pete Davidson. It's more Lauren. Like I'm thinking, yeah. I'm trying to jog my memory. I've never known a member to be able to miss because they're yeah. filming a movie. Like, I don't even think Chris Farley. Like, I'm trying to, like, Will Ferrell was filming. very hesitant to feed into any, like, conspiracy theory Kanye is throwing out. Because I think mm-hmm. he just gets Reddit threads and doesn't check them and just, like, repost them. But I think we've said before, it's like, Pete, like, barely does anything on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's with him. And he sees, he's kind of on this trajectory right now that Lauren's probably like, yeah, like, go do that movie, like keep the conversation going like Lauren probably even knows like if you're not here a couple times it'll like fuel this you well that's know? why I was like Lauren I didn't even know you fucking did that the sound because like you said he's not Lauren's really on the, the show he, yeah he's not even on the show he could have came in and did a skit or two or something on weekend update like he usually does but I was very surprised I'm like so you got to miss you got to call out from one job to go to well, another job wow nice if we're, we'll get to the text messages but if we're led to believe the text messages that maybe Pete like pushed back on doing Kanye stuff that's like maybe that's an agreement Lauren made with him he's like well okay like if you don't want to talk about Kanye on the show again alleging he actually did that right this is all go do your movie because that way like any good conspiracy theory the lack of information will keep people talking yeah said Lauren is a pity bitch like his entire show rests on Chaos. Pop culture, yeah. Pop I mean, culture chaos. had Donald Trump on in the middle of Donald Trump, like, being the devil. Like, yeah. he, like, loves to stir the pot. Like, their job is to keep a constant rate of, like, pop culture analysis. Yes, they do weird, funny skits all the time. But, like, in general, no one's going to tune into SNL unless there's some, like, driving pop culture moment. Something super topical. Yeah. So I have, I wonder if Lauren was like, just go film this movie and you don't have to come back and check in. Let's, like... Because I guarantee you, anyone that gets Pete Davidson or anyone from SNL, in the contract or in the scheduling, they will understand. They do SNL. They have to, like, yeah. do some rehearsals. They have a show to do, a live show to do he on Saturday. Never, like, he never does regular skits. Yeah. He's such a like random like cast member. And like 
it's BS. Like, yeah, we've already said we're like, we don't really get it. Like, I think maybe like Lauren has like missing child syndrome or something. <laughs> it's like a weird connection with them that I'm sure if we spent more time looking into, we could figure out the root like psychology of it. But like, yeah, he's always been treated like the golden child that can like go do whatever they want and be whatever they want and like fuck around. And then meanwhile, you have like Jenny Slate, who's like hilarious. She said a curse word live on the broadcast once mm-hmm. and they, she got banned from the cast. Like, cause that's supposedly a rule, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, there's like, or, or which like, is interesting because people will literally be high on heroin and Laurel will yeah. just be like, let's just get you some help. But you're like, what? Yeah. I, I heard that. I think the rules have changed over the years, like on like how the SEC or how FCC. Uh, yeah. 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 I think you're right. Whatever mm-hmm. the one is that monitors the uh, TVs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's just interesting, like the way certain people or like some people are, are in the like second tier cast. But every single skit for like years, then other people would get like booted right up instantly. Like, and especially women are generally not treated as well by certain lives. So, you know, it's like, well, it's yeah, kind of, it's like prototypical, like tall, awkward looking white dude who's not really that funny. It's for some reason like Lauren's like baby child that he like protects at all costs. I believe Melissa's going to that. Melissa Via Senor. Melissa Via Senor. She's the first Latina cast member. And I think she's tweeted something, not fully um, about it, but like people have been like, she does amazing impressions. Like there's no reason she shouldn't be like in every other skit. But people are like, where the hell have you been? And I think she said something to the fact what I'm trying to get on. Trying to make, I mean, bless her heart, making it seem like she's writing sketches and she's just not, they're not clearing. But I refuse to believe they couldn't write. Like, a, there's, everyone writes for each other and they have other writers. I just don't understand why she's not in more skits. Company man or whatever yeah. you call it. You know, it's like in the, you know, we just wrapped up The Bachelor this yesterday or yeah, it was like this horrible, long, drawn-out finale. I honestly stopped watching. One of our dearest um, disciples, Jenna, has a podcast for The Bachelor, and it's the same thing. It's like they love company men, like people who will like play by the rules. Yeah, and especially dudes will get like higher up, but like the women have to play like even more into the way that things work for them to get rewarded, and then they'll get rewarded almost like excessively because they want to make an example like Like Kate this bachelorette did this so now she gets her own like whatever you know so like like Kate McKenna I think like SNL be like Kate McKenna like there was one point where Kate McKenna was like in every fucking skit now but it's like you barely see her and I wonder if that's because she wants to work on other things I feel like a lot of people wanted to quit and I think Lauren or whoever had to make a deal with them like you don't quit like Cicely Strong where the fuck has she been she like resurfaced last week (laughs) there's no explanation because that's another one we used to see in every single thing so it's a weird world over there I don't understand I don't get it. Nonetheless, I'm Nonetheless. not necessarily into any conspiracies from someone who likes to post a lot that Pete like went into rehab or something. Maybe he did. He probably did. I don't even fucking know. I don't right. care. Maybe it's outpatient. But <laughs> I think it's very likely that he just gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And it's like well documented that he's filming a movie. So 
well documented, but see, we have to think of the think of stuff like that. Is it well documented <laughs> or is it intentionally well documented? Speaking of speaking of SNL, Alec Baldwin, who's like he's in the like ten timers club or Murderer! <laughs> when this before he act accidentally shot somebody and it, everyone was accusing his wife of like pretending to be Spanish. He had this video where he looked like terrifying. He was like talking about TMZ or page six or something. He was like, consider the source. And then he just pauses and stares at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the the right. Yeah. We saw paparazzi pictures ah! of you on set, but like your wife literally posts 300 Instagrams a day with a Spanish accent. And she's from Boston like Hilaria or whatever her name mom is. Mom who worked on your movie said that you should have had better like people. Safety. Yeah. And, and he was a producer. So that's the thing that he I feel like he skirts a little bit. Not to sidetrack. He skirts a little bit in one of this discussions of the accidental quote unquote shooting. He's a producer on the film, so he's funding it. So it's yeah. like they were cutting responsible corners. all around. Right, yeah. exactly. Cutting corners to save money. So that Sorry, that rests on the person who's putting executive producer on the on the track. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's weird. We have paparazzi pictures of Pete in this, what probably will be a god-awful movie, drenched in blood. <laughs> so that's why I said, yeah, we have proof. But now that he's in the Kardashian camp, everything, I mean, like you said, we, I just question everything. I'm like, would I have this paparazzi picture if you weren't friends with, like, friends of the paparazzi? I'm not sure. Yeah. Would I have this picture if Kanye wasn't accusing you of being in rehab and worried about Kim getting hooked on drugs? <laughs> I mean, I, I go both ways. Like, I feel like, especially, like, with Kanye, I feel like a lot of what he posts is, like, a half-truth, where it's not not true. It's just, like, so out of context, you know? Like, his posts about, he mentioned, uh, we'll get to this, like, his, he brought up this old stand-up routine, and it's, like, doesn't provide any context and then he's just like I don't want to around my kids and it's like or he like says you didn't need to go to rehab you're gonna get Kim hooked on drugs like there's a lot of leaps there yeah you know and it's like and that's but but that's what Connie is good at he's a troll he knows how to like find the weakest point Mm -hmm. and just present it with no Mm -hmm. nuance no context just like oh remember this one time he did something really bad fuck you I'm unhappy or whatever. I don't like my narrative being controlled. I don't even know if Kanye misses Kim at this point. I think he, he said he didn't. He said, which yeah. I <laughs> thought was the best. <laughs> well, okay. So basically the kids didn't get to go to Sunday service and he declared war again for like the 500th time. Um, I'll say what he said later, but my thing about Sunday service and like, you know, this thing about specifically North not being able to do things. North is like damn near nine. She'll be nine this summer. I think it's strange that she doesn't have her own communication with her dad. Not saying so Kim shouldn't be involved, but at eight or nine, you should be able to get on the phone with your parent and be like, oh, Sunday service sounds cool. I'll be there. Versus raised her to be independent. So why would you suddenly like backtrack that? Like, I'm your father. You have to go to church. Like what nine-year-old who's been told for the last nine years that they're like this daughter of God wouldn't want to be like, I don't want to fucking go to church. It's not even church. It's Sunday service. It's a, it's a concert. It's a, it's, it's basically a concert. Thing. And I think what's funny is that, like, later he said, after he was, like, offended by the pins on her backpack, he was like, oh, this got rescheduled five times or something like that. 
Yeah. But he said he pushed it around because of Saints yeah. soccer game. But an earlier thing, yeah, it was like he changed Sunday service. Yeah. Because he wanted to go to Saints soccer game. So yeah. it was like, okay. And, and like we all know Kanye with these album releases. This was not a set in stone Sunday service. He probably woke up on Thursday and was like, hey, let's do it. Change the time 600 times. And like all these weird, like, yes men around him are like, let's do it. Like, I'm that, again, this is not to defend Kim, but like, sir, if you want your kids to go to Sunday service, you're going to need to like. Well, Kim's, Kim's, he said, Kim said that North had a sleepover so she couldn't go, which I don't. That shit, that excuse doesn't fly for me. Because my thing is, put North's ass on the phone. Do you want to come to Sunday service? Yes, I think it's I don't, I think it's unfortunate, that's the word I'll use, that he says, Kim said North can't go. And I'm like, well, North's like fucking nine. So is it North doesn't, to your, to your point, is it North doesn't want to go? And you're assuming that's Kim saying that? Or and that's why, that's why I get frustrated with people who like get on his like side. Mm-hmm. When there should be sides because they both are being obnoxious at this point. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> but it's like people are like, yeah, like shouldn't a dad get to pick up his kids for church? I'm like, he is purposely leaving out a tr- absurd amount of context. Like I, the amount of times I was having a sleepover, and again, this is like from personal experience, so there's no way to know if this is what North was feeling because we lead very different lives. <laughs> like the amount of times I was having a sleepover, and I would call my parents like and be like can I could could I just stay like a little bit longer like Mm -hmm. one more night or like can I stay for the rest of the day and we're gonna go like do whatever you know make it we always made movies when I literally stayed at a sleepover one time because we were going to church so just to show you how I grew up (laughs) and I I feel the same like my friend that I always made movies with same thing her parents went to a different church so I can't tell you many times I'd be like well I have to go to church with them because we're going to church then I could stay in the afternoon and get right. like Palm's food, which was really good. <laughs> and we could make another movie. That's like what we did. So like, I can't tell you many times I like bartered that. And like, there was a, sometimes as we got older and again, this could be different now with cell phones and stuff. Sometimes when we got older, we would call like Lenise would be like, you call your parents and I'll just stand right here. But like earlier days, she would call my parents and be like, Hey, Kathleen and Vanessa are like doing this like, is it cool if, you know, we figure out another time? And every time my dad came to pick me up, he was the biggest pushover. Yeah. And him, he and my friend's dad would talk for, like, at least an hour. And if we were lucky, they'd crack a beer and they took for another hour. <laughs> Vanessa and I would be in the background and be like, what if? Refill? <laughs> One more day. Here. Right, right. So like, that's, like, my bias coming into this. But I think that's, like I said, the context is what's missing here and none of us know that context exactly from both sides from either of them. i don't want to go to your fucking thing yeah uh i will say from seeing those pictures over at the super bowl i don't think she wants to go to your sunday <laughs> it doesn't mean she doesn't like you but like if she could stay at home with her and friends. make with her friends or go to your stupid weird cult gathering with the game and ab like she's probably gonna want to stay at home with your friends like you're being a little bit of an old embarrassing man right now like, and sometimes kids really don't want to stay or leave home. I remember I uh, watched Teen Mom a lot. So no, right. Like, if they have to get to, like, I don't know, the Grove or. Well, they're in Calabasas, even worse. Wherever even the fuck that. you're trying to go to do Sunday service, everywhere in LA takes like 
You have to that be in a like, car. For I like, think it was like Miami. It was like Miami, yeah. I believe. Oh, yeah. See, then you have to sit <laughs> on a fucking private plane overnight. very far. Go see your dad, like, do some weird, like, egomaniac, like, cult performance. Like, yeah, she was probably like, uh, Mom, can I just like- But this, yeah, this is around the age they start kind of doing their own thing. I remember on Teen Mom, Isaac of Kale's son, <laughs> he would like really just dread having to go to his dad's house. Not for any reason. He just didn't want to leave home. Yeah. And of course, the parent always assumes the kid doesn't want to do something because the mom yeah. or and vice versa. Self- the dad has said Selfish peering on both their parts, you know? Yeah. Like you have to be able to say like, hey, it's really important that you get to spend time with your dad too. Right. So like, uh, I'm putting all your favorite games in the bag and like, you're going to do this. You know, I'm not saying Kim didn't do that. I also right, we're just assuming based on the lack I of information. Think it's I don't think Kim, Kanye, Kanye can't put an album out on time to save his life. So I'm not assuming they have like a good structured custody agreement currently. That's on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like in a normal plebeian environment if the kid was like I don't want to go unless the parent was like concerned for their safety or something the parent would be like hey I get it like I like what if we got a a sandwich before we win like what games do you want to bring like or like let's call your dad like let's get excited like I my parents are divorced so like I can't speak from experience but I know plenty of people that I grew up with that went through that experience and I you know spend time around them and it's like the best parents were the ones who like kept the structure. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what Kanye does. He feeds into that. And so it's like he can be like, she didn't let the kids come to Sunday service. It's like she's controlling it, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, what have you been compliant and figuring out what the structure is? Like, do your kids even want to fucking go to Sunday service? Do they want to get on a private plane? Like, ha- like, are either of you having a conversation to figure out like what the kids want? Because right now it doesn't feel like either of you are prioritizing what their kids want. Right. You're it's more like the relationship wars. Off. Yeah. It's the relationship. Cause he even said, you know, I go to, and apparently the reason why he does these videos is when Kim doesn't text him back. That's what he said. He's like, I go to a basketball game. I don't get a text back. I do think it's funny when he said, now, thank you. I'm glad the variety piece came out. Now you have to see what I have to deal with. That was funny. But then you also said you felt like protecting Kim. So it kind of like ruined it. Um, That's what this is about me. (laughs) We kind of joked about this with Jamila last week, where it's like when they see someone shitting on the same person they hate, they can be like, see? See this variety piece? Now you get what I'm saying. That's like, whoa, sir. I really very much do not like anything Kim had to say in this article. And I think she's an unhinged, crazy person. But, like, I am not agreeing with you. Just because we see her fault. And, like, that's what they're doing right now. And I think we said a few podcasts ago how Kanye's cellulite dragon brother used to do that all the time. It's like. As soon as someone came for him, he'd be like, in third grade, you pooped your pants. It's like, okay, why are we fucking talking about that right now? What does that have to do with what you did? Or like, I don't agree with you because this person pooped their pants in third grade. Like, that's what they do. It's like, the second they're irritated, they just like immediately, like, no impulse control. You fucking fucked up once a thousand years ago. Don't talk to me. And he said, I do not want this woman back. (laughs) I have moved on from with my life. Have you? 
Have you? Like, have you done? What is Jason Lee doing? Like, what are you right? Doing? What did you hire him for? Or even the Cheney girl that he's dating now, the like Kim 2.0 girl. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm worried how where this is going because he's you know posting a lot of stuff again. But you know, she is a behavioral health specialist, and we even said Natalie and I pinged each other before he started posting on Instagram again. He actually seemed genuinely happy at this basketball game. Looked like a good time. Like, they seemed like, are they in love? I don't fucking know or care. He, But he didn't seem like he was putting on a front. Like, some of the earlier instances with, like, Julia Fox and then Cheney, like, it was staged and it was all part of this, like, performance art piece he was doing and, like, trying to, like, spite Kim or whatever. But it was like, he just looked like he was having a good time. At the basketball game. I really like, thought we had peace. Oh, oh good. Because they had um, North and Kim and Penelope posted a TikTok. We didn't hear from him. I was like, oh, well, maybe they came to some type of agreement. Like, he reviews the TikTok. No. Mon- was that Monday or something? Well, Sunday? And it was Kim all I'm a, a liar and manipulative and strategic and all these things. But I also think Kanye leaves out details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything he does is driven by something that we don't always get the answer to. So what I want to know was what was he pissed about after that basketball game? Like it was, it could be anything. We have no idea. You know, it could be. It had to be some, well, he said after he went to that basketball game, Kim stopped answering his text messages. And I think that's. What were his text messages about? Like he's saying it's about the Sunday service. But was that all that he was talking about? Like I feel like he leaves out key details. Well, yeah. Well, I I think that's the important part is that Kim wasn't talking to him. He's like, all right, bitch, I'm going on it. Wasn't getting a response. He wasn't getting the validation. Exactly. I don't necessarily fault him for Frustration. Fire, fire yeah. with fire. Like he knows how to get a reaction. But again, it's like, I don't want to believe your argument and everyone who wants to dick right and defend you about how much you care about your kids and protecting them. If the second your children's mother doesn't respond, you're going to go on a tirade like about Pete Davidson. Like it's almost comical when you say it out loud. And it's like, I wish, I wish that for him and for the kids, but I'm just like, gosh. If someone, not Jason Lee or anybody else, could tell you, like, he can, Kanye can get the W. Like, his whole thing with Julia and, like, interview Mag, like, that was a win. Like, he was, like, getting everyone to eat out of the palm of his hands. It was well-crafted. It was, like, artsy and cool and all these things that Kim's not. So it's, like, I wish someone would just tell him, like, wait five seconds. And, like, let's let's play their game. Like they're crafty to the point that it's irritating and they wait like six months and put it on Hulu. What if we like play chess here instead of yeah. checkers? And, but it's just like, he immediately's just like. I think the problem is he is very insecure, feels powerless. He's, his feelings are hurt. All those emotions. And this is how he lashes out, which yeah. that's why I kind of give a little bit of grace where I'm not like, you're a monster. Go to jail. I just think you don't know how to manage your emotions, and they come out this way. Well, I feel I feel bad for him in that regard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is someone obviously I loved and defended for a really long time. So I'm not like I don't think he's a monster. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like really depressing that the people yes. around him are not being like, "Hey, man, 
like let's like take five like and I actually think like some of his diabolical like un you know unfiltered I can't be managed stuff is a direct response to how over managed the Kardashians are and I think that's fair it's just sometimes he his his point gets lost in these other things mm-hmm. that are not helpful to him not helpful to his children not helpful to even prove his point and it's just we're drained we you start to not start you start to not pay attention because it's just like oh, oh yeah, yeah you're oh, like oh this again this again like, like we always joke about kim like putting out another fucking perfume or skims with a different name skim like, swim please stop just please stop for a second <laughs> and you know as someone posted in our group it's like if you're going to get down to like the nitty gritty of like the legality of it and custody battles and divorces and stuff, it behooves him to say less and, and like confer with people who are not ass kissers. Right. 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 Like here's maybe legal counsel. Because I I think Kim is more calculated, like I've said, but that doesn't mean I think she's more savvy. Like, I think Kanye yeah. is a lot more, like, authentic of a person. Mm-hmm. Maybe too much. Like, sometimes yeah, like, yeah. Like, sometimes he's feeling his emotions too strong that he needs someone to be like, let's bottle this and yeah. hack. You know, it's like, he could really, people love to hate her. So he could, he, and he gets forgiven for a lot of stuff that maybe he shouldn't have, you know, or whatever that she wouldn't get. So it's like, he has the upper hand if he steps back for a second and says, like, how can I, how can I counteract this, you know, so. Um, the point, not the point, <laughs> one of the uh, posts he made talked about Kim, excuse me, fuck, Pete, it's too many people involved, Pete texting Pete, him. Pete, Kim. Skeet Pete texting him. So that was, he had just said he had text that he was in bed with his wife, okay, so then Pete's writing friend, this is why I think they're all in on it, by the way. Not they as in Kanye, but like Pete's yeah. got like other people in it. I feel, because, like they feel like it's some sort of like. Because nobody in their right mind would say, yeah, release the text, like, bro. He, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he texts, Pete texts, well, we don't know who texts who first, but basically it was a text from Pete that said, hey, this is Skeet. Um, this is getting out of control. I mean, I don't really agree with Skeet, Skeet texting Kanye <laughs> because you're just the boyfriend. You've been here 20 seconds. And also never in the history of anyone telling someone to calm down, have they calmed down. <laughs> Especially someone who's having a manic episode, who's angry and all that. I've never told anyone that. But. You texting him to calm down. You, I, my heart of hearts knew think that Pete knew that would not calm him down. Like I, part of me feels like he, he triggers him him on purpose. And it's a little disappointing with Kim because Kim as the adult (laughs) in the relationship should be like, let me handle it. We're going through the legal process. That's like like a turnoff. It's such a turnoff. Kim is so like uh, attention absorbed when it comes to men and like has lily padded from one man to another. And that's not to shame Serial monogamous. I'm just saying that's what she does. Yeah. It's the shame uh, you can't be alone. It's like Jennifer Lopez. She can't be alone. Yeah, it's like, I would be so not into anybody <laughs> if the person I was dating was like fighting with the person I used to date. I would just be like, both of you suck. 
Yeah, like Pete should be a nun. He has the opportunity to take the high road. The whole reason he allegedly doesn't have Instagram so he doesn't have to deal with this. So the whole and I don't like that argument. Like Kanye's cyberbullying Pete. He's not on social media. That's supposed to be the whole reason he should be like, oh, did he say that? I don't have Instagram. I don't know anything I about that. Be like the other side of the coin. Like I feel like that's maybe the one reason there is context for pete to text kanye is because he has like repeatedly like kept the conversation going whereas like a normal boyfriend f rebound after a divorce (laughs) has no reason to text the father of your children but it's like i will say like the impetus of him contacting him should have just been hey if you're talking about me online or whatever like let's squash this because it's not good for either of us like if it's not that good. if that and even that i'm like you have to recognize that's not even gonna yeah. the only thing kanye kept saying come to sunday service come to sunday service i didn't like the text because then he you know kanye's like where are you i'm in bed with your wife sent a picture so now it's already fucked like you you're already you're now you've, you're an active participant now yeah all credibility gone out the window you are now an active participant you said that kanye was like sunday service because he's obviously <laughs> using that as like this muscle and that's one of the reasons i've always had a problem with them doing sunday services because it's supposed to have this like bail of like well it's church like he kept going back to saying my my Kim isn't letting me bring my kids to church. What you're doing is not church. What you're doing is you, and you're in full control of everything that's happening at all times. You it's have a very Kirk Franklin in the family. Yeah, it's like you're in control. So that's like Skeet coming onto your turf. That's your child coming over to sit with some nannies or the game or AB or whoever while you like tell a story. You know, it's like that's not church. There's no sermon. Um, and then Pete goes on to say, oh, I have struggled with mental health and I've gotten help. Let me help you, bro. Now that just got really weird for me, too, because I'm like, you've just triggered this individual and then tried to offer mental health help, which, by the way, Pete, you have not conquered because I feel like every other interview you're talking about how you're depressed. So I'm not sure who you're supposed to be well, helping. And it's very, like, savory it is. And yeah, in the way. High horse. It's like a high horse thing. Like, yeah. I take medication. So, like, Kim, like, then maybe that's what him and Kim bond over. Like, that's something we criticize Kim of doing where it's like, well, I'm helping you. Like, because I, like, somehow am the one to help. Like, it just was out of place. Like, I think if he had led with that, it would have been different. Like, hey, I'm a little, you know, worried we're not cool and I don't want it to affect your happiness or her happiness or the kid's happiness. Like, how can I be like, not a problem? Like that'd be one thing. Yeah. How can I be not a problem? (laughs) But also if they're at the point and someone brought this up, I forget who one of the like Stan accounts I follow, uh, that there's a chance that these texts were, were not recent. And it was sort of like this thing that he had like in his back pocket which I don't know. I don't know. Remember, but remember the friend released them. That's why it got weird. Yeah, like it, the third party the, released it. It's like friend. And then Kanye started going off through the friend and like yeah. listed his address. He said the name of his kid's school. And it's like, okay, you don't want your kids online, but you're going to say the name of their school. We're like, there are literally people who will fucking go like kidnap your kids. But not, but it's like, it just became such this weird, excessive situation that like didn't need to happen. It's like, 
I'm wondering, first of all, why the frick is are your texts with your friend? Yeah, that's to be fair. Like this friend is credible because like he's posted for Pete before. Yeah, for normal stuff. Like it is his writing partner. This is not like just someone from high school. But then I also think like in the comedy world, there's like this very weird, like super sarcastic, like dry humor thing where it's just like maybe they're just like like he thinks it's like some weird performance art to like be Pete's like spokesperson. I don't know. It was I'll say white maybe post- white male comedians yeah. are a little like, bit. Like I'm weird. like <laughs> maybe when it's like you posted a statement for when Bob Saget died, that was like one thing, but like why did you unprovoked no context? Literally no one was talking to you. Gross <laughs> these text messages and like I and do that's why I'm thinking Pete's like, yeah, just post it, bro. Yeah, post I think it. they're just like living for the moment and like I do think it's valid. And also kind of a relief in some ways, although it quickly deteriorated into the same mess we were dealing with before, that something happened on the other side. Like, I think for so long, Kanye was sort of, like, playing his cards and they weren't responding and, like, waiting for the Hulu show, which I hate. It's like, just do something. Be messy. Like, say something dumb. (laughs) You know? It's like, at least this was something where it was, like, real time. Both, Both sides were showing their asses. But again, at the end of it, you don't feel good. It's like you you're coming off of a high. Like this, that didn't feel good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the the small silver lining was it was like, you know, maybe it's not just this one sided thing. Like maybe there's more to the story. Will we ever know? No, because we have one person who is very emotionally driven and likes to poke holes in people's arguments and then you have the other people who's really strategic and like glosses over everything going on Ellen it's like we'll never know the whole truth between both of them yeah yeah yeah. but long story short it's been reported by team Z that Kanye is going to get some formal custody I understand why it takes so long most parents that's not an ideal situation you rather do it without the court because it leaves room for more flexibility you don't have to fight about it but I think he's finally gotten to a point people like I don't think these two people can (laughs) not today not today not yet maybe down the road they can always get this custody thing amended but today Kardashians are masters of like pushover like contracts like push I was just gonna say people. I don't think the Kardashians besides maybe yeah. Black China and I don't even think that's happening yeah. has ever had a deal with like custody yeah. the Kardashians are masters at like they know how to write a contract so they probably are like we got this all down but their method is always just kind of like you know no never go against the family <laughs> but then at the same time not to give Kanye all the credit either he can't get people around him that have his best interests at heart and like push back on him when he might be like getting in his own way. Like, <laughs> so it's like, here's these like conniving like psychopaths who probably presented this agreement that was like supposed to be like calm everything down. And he probably reacted to it like, no, this is you guys trying to relinquish control. And I don't like that, which is fair. But then he he needs to go retaliate with someone that's not just an idiot. Like, he needs to find somebody who'll be like, okay, I can fight back these 
assholes. Like they might be good at throwing around their muscle and like their legal team, but like you, you can get the upper hand here. Like I want him to find that person. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think it's interesting. He did talk about how like the men, we don't get to decide where our kids go to school. He's like, I don't know about Travis, but like Tristan, da, da, da. it's like, yeah, that that's, you didn't want to hear about the Kardashian curse, but that's part of it. How the men just have no say so. But I find it very interesting. He never brings up Scott, even though I think his point is black men in the family. So I don't know if he'll ever bring up Scott, but Scott's the main one you should bring up. Like if you want to like, put people in the mix that may have not like got their shit together thanks to them but never brings up scott he never brings up black china that's another one if you want to get some leverage they have done that girl dirty bring up black china i don't understand he never brings up rob i'm like rob's a fucking racist and a sexist bring him up at the end of the day i think as many valid points that connie makes he can't focus on things that are outside of his Mm -hmm. realm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. always about him at the end of the day and that's what's so frustrating it's like you could make some really excellent points about how evil this family is but instead you always get sidelined by your own ego and you have so many people around you that support that that you are not being able to cut through the noise and it's frustrating to watch because it's like "Ah!" and like I don't know what it's like you know uh, for the situations that he brings up with like the black father in the home and all that like obviously I have no no understanding of that but I do know for again for poor average plebeians if you have to change the agreement whatsoever like if you want to change schools the the mother even if she has full custody can't just like change schools they have to go back and renegotiate custody and in theory you would think it would just be like can this person go to a different school and then the other parent signs off on it but no you start from square one you renegotiate the entire custody agreement and it can open up holes for like all this other stuff so it's like it's not like cut and dry so but he has the resources to like he could get a lawyer that would like ruin these people (laughs) You can get a lawyer because the lawyer will do all the digging on all yeah. that shit for you where you don't have to sit up on Reddit all night. <laughs> yeah, even some of the weird shit he posts with his, like, these captions that are like, well, three of those points were decent and five of them were very bad. It's like, it would be so easy for him to like dissect the ways in which this family is like not you know, that he's avoiding points that are super obvious to everybody else, but then going way in on like the most random things with Pete Davidson's tattoos and like going back to, you know, anything political when he talks about like the leftists and like brings up like, well, Candace Owens listens to me. It's like, okay, sir, let's focus here. Let's, let's your point. Let's edit. Like the one that just showed support for Russia. <laughs> that that seems like, so- I was, like I said, I was excited the beginning because like he just goes through these phases where he's like silent and then he's like ah that's way too much when he came out the gates with like the jewel of fox stuff it was like a hot garbage fire no one could look away from but it was a concise garbage fire it, it was, was quiet clean it was chic it was edgy it was cool it was all these things where it was like that you just made kim look so dumb because all she's ever wanted was to be a it girl and it just went. He can never. The both of them. They can never just be satisfied with like a moment 
they're like, oh, everyone's paying attention to us now. Let's do something weirder. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I did want to talk about the Pete joke. I, it's so funny. I had just watched a YouTube video yesterday about how this uh, YouTuber thinks that Pete Davis is pro- problematic. Um, he brings up this joke and he brings up how Pete Davidson went to the breakfast club and they asked him if he liked black woman. And he said, no, which I immediately was like, well, that that's my time. That'll yeah. do it for me. <laughs> because my, I hate when people say that, like if someone asks you, do you like Asian men? And you say, no, that is like the weirdest response. Now, if you want to say I've never dated an Asian man, fine. Cause that's true. Right. But so you just don't date Asian men. Why? What, why? What does, what does that mean? You don't date black women. Why? Black women come in all shapes, size, colors, da, 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 da. So I'm not understanding that or, like, like, definitive like, statement. Uh, you know, the, like speak with the nuances, like uh, because of the horribleness of our garbage fire country, like, you could be like, hey, I grew up in a town where there like, wasn't a lot of diversity. I've never, like, dated a black person. And then say, like, I understand that if I were to meet somebody, it would be different than if it was, you know, if it was someone just from my hometown. And, like, I would need to understand the implications and, like, their experience. And, like, I haven't crossed that bridge yet. But, like, I would never say never. You know, it's like what you – they could – he could at least – yeah, like, to your point, say, like, I've never dated a black person because – uh, we live in a terrible society that has kept because they're not attracted to me, which really should have been your response. But yeah, your answer <laughs> either they don't like me, they don't like I'm me, a fucking asshole, and <laughs> I look at them differently than I look at other. Yeah, people. I don't really. Ugh, what black woman? Ugh, no, like, no, but yeah, we, we date a, a white woman person, trying to be black. Classic. As a white person, I feel like he could have just said like, I haven't had that opportunity before and I would want to be like cognizant of like how that could be different for that person than dating someone of the same race like or someone who's white like I I would want to be respectful of like why that might be different you know like that's what I would think like I always hated as like a white girl like I always hated when we'd have like girl time or like bachelorette parties and stuff where people if a girl who was white, you know, obviously the majority of my friends have been white. I've lived in a sheltered bubble my whole life. If someone had hooked up with someone who wasn't white, it was always like, oh, like, what was that boy called big dick? Like, and I just be like, that's weird. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you want to talk about like, hey, like, how, you know, why did I, ha- what did I have to learn as like a partner to understand that that person's might be ex- experience might be different than mine, like that's valid. Yeah, I think like you, if you're a white person, you're dating a black person, you better understand that a black person is going through a much different walk of life than you. Right. Just, like, why are why is that the first question we're asking? Like I hate that. Like I remember there was like a bachelorette party I was at once where it's like someone said that as immediate, immediately after someone talked about a previous boyfriend that was black, and it was just like it was like oh. Is it true what they're saying? Like, Ugh. and I was just like, oh, you guys, please. Like, we're grown-ups. Like, this is gross. Like, why are we still having these conversations? Like, unless you learn some like deep intrinsic understanding about like the underlying racism in our country, like we should not be talking like that. You should be like, I dated so-and-so, they were cool. I dated so-and-so, they were not cool. You know? Exactly. Don't feed into the stereotypes of dick sizes either. They're yeah, that's weird. It's fucking weird. I don't like very, that. They're very racist. Very. Even like, I feel like condoms are, 
I think I've watched something where they said even the condom industry is, is like, really, like Magnum XLs are targeted towards black men when it's like most black men, you don't need that. But they, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, Asian men have small feet. Like, it's just, ugh, I hate all of that shit. Everyone's unique. Everyone has their own social context so that you're not insensitive to the person that you're dating, especially if you're white. Like, understand the differences. But that should be, that should go as the standard for any time you're in a relationship. Right. Just like, don't go in with your assumptions. Yeah. Be open <laughs> to learning from your partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the baby joke. In there, so this joke is from 2019. He did a show. And the I'll just read an article. Um, it says, one of his, talking about Pete's most scandalous routine includes a story about how he was babysitting a friend's child. And the baby who was teething began sucking on his finger. But good, he said. Uh, this is a quote from Pete. I don't want to fuck this baby, but he's asking for it. Adding that he didn't want to have sex with any babies, but if he did, he'd choose that one. <sighs> and then I think he said the word retarded as well. So that was in this article. It says, people wonder why people are retarded. Oh, I said retarded. I don't care. The star also got slammed for repeatedly saying how much he despises people. I fucking hate everyone so much. Uh, towards the end of the- <laughs> oh my god the comedian who recently scared fans of the suicidal post also told the crowd that his drug dealer's name is Candy Sam towards the end of the show Davidson talked about R. Kelly's recent sex crime allegations calling the shamed rapper evil blah 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 okay so you guys get the point um, and might I add I think Kathleen kind of added this when he, she said comedians white male comedians white straight male comedians can make jokes like this and nobody bats an eye of lauren michaels and like even what's his toes um louis louis ck was Mm -hmm. like talk about terrible timing just like announced he was had to cancel a show in like the ukraine because they're literally in a war it's like first of all sir (laughs) you're touring again and why are you going there? You know, it's like, that's it, the perfect example. It's like, they are especially under a bubble. It's like white men in politics, per se, can already yeah. do it a lot. White men in science or, or anywhere. <laughs> like, all these fields, like, they can, they're higher and they can, like, do whatever. But it's like, there's a special place for this, like, kind of nerdy white dude in comedy where it's like, Oh, feel bad for me because I'm kind of like dorky. So I'm gonna like say stuff that's like so edgy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even think Pete Davidson is like a pedophile or anything. I just think he's an idiot. Who's yeah, like- he's, I think he's a little weird. I think too, like, not that I agreed with anything Dave Chappelle had to say, but they were ready to cancel him. They had people walking out on that. I mean, it was a whole thing. And I'm not even sure what he said because I can't remember because it wasn't funny. So I didn't pay too much about it, pay too much attention to it. But I don't think it was on the level of like pedophilia. <laughs> like you would think. And that's why it's like, was that worth it to be edgy? Like, you can, like that's not even, it's not funny. And this, <laughs> I always, always go back to RuPaul's Drag Race. They always talk about like the roast episode or whatever. It's like, mean is okay as everyone's like in on the joke and it's always it's always just like it has to be funny like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it has to be funny you have to know your audience it has to be funny context has to be funny it has to be land it has to land it's like like Pete Davidson's like 
humor has always been so weird to me. Not like I said, not even like clutch my pearls. I can't believe he said. I just I don't even want to give Love him that credit. I, I feel like he wants that credit to be like, oh, well, the nine. Remember, I remember the way I was introduced to him on East SNL. I was like, oh my god, there's this kid whose dad died in nine eleven, and he does it's jokes about weird. it. Like it's so like. Uh, yeah, exactly. My my friend who's a fan of the pod, I won't say her name, but she would always be like, you better watch this guy. Because this was when, like, when he was first getting started. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I saw some of the appeal, like kind mm-hmm. of delivery and Me like and that geeky kind of like, Rrr. and he can be really funny at kind of like, kind of like the Jerry Seinfeld-esque like delivery where it's like, they're, they know that they're giving a joke and they're kind of like looking for you to like, Jerry even does that, like, on the show, you know, where yeah. it's, like, kind of, like, smiling, like, pause hey, for laughter, you know, <laughs> he does that well, I'll give him that, <laughs> but I remember watching this bit, and it was, like, he talks about his dad, dead dad's wiener. Yeah, yeah, it gets weird. Incessantly, and you're, like, I'm not even offended. I know that you want me to be offended. Exactly. Exactly. You're stupid. You're like a seventh grader. That's just like, <laughs> penis. like it's weird. It's like, and one second you're earnest and one second you're not. And that's why it's funny. Speaking of the shit that Kanye was bringing up that Hillary Clinton tattoo. It's like, I don't know if you're joking or you're serious. Right. Like, it's right. not in a way that's funny. It's like, yeah. there's so many comedians that can be kind of weird and off the wall like that, where it's like, Maybe they're serious. Maybe they aren't. Maybe it's both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's delivered in such a way that it's funny because it's just so off the wall. With him, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know why you're talking about your dead dad's penis. Yeah. It's like, I, this, this is the material keeping you on SNL, huh? I'm not That's offended nor abused. I just don't understand why it's happening. <laughs> why are we here? Um, well, that's kind of how I felt with the baby joke. Like, I oh, wish I was oh, yeah. more offended. But I, yeah, feel like I just wasn't just because I was like... He'd already spiraled so much with the Ariana Grande thing. And then Mac yeah. Miller passed away from an overdose. And, like, people said that he, like, bullied Mac Miller and all this stuff. I was like, I already thought he was, like, a weirdo from day one. But it was yeah. like, I found myself having a hard time being, like, super offended by him. Because I feel like he wanted me to be that way. Yeah. It, it almost just was like, I would like to forget you. <laughs> I was to say, I just paid it no mind. I was, I was just like, like just okay. Be not in my face right now. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, okay, like, got it. <laughs> edgy is so bad. So bad. So and bad. If, like, just less. Just please, less. Just um, So Kim was on, I will talk about this really quickly. I couldn't even watch it. I was so embarrassed for her. Kim on Ellen, I and I've never said that about Kim. Usually, all I can watch any interview of hers, even though she's a terrible interviewer. But this one, I was so embarrassed because it was so on the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I don't know if it was phony or what, but it was like, oh god, yes, we had so this many cute family. Pictures. I, I was like, like eight interviews ago. Yeah, collectively between all the siblings and Chris, it's gonna be like at least eight interviews ago. We were like, wait, why are they still going to Ellen? Why are you on Ellen? That mind you, the show doesn't even premiere to April fourteenth. I mean, so still not quite I sure why she, she was on. Skim swim, which is stupid because she's been swim. swimsuit pictures for like two months, and we know that's why she was doing. You've it. asked, we delivered. Kim swim, wait, did not Skim swim. Damn. Uh, but swim. so I'm sure that was like if someone harassed her, she'd be like, "That's what I was on the show." <laughs> but it's like. 
Oh God, the interview is so painful. It's so cringy. And she talks about how he has like a tattoo. He has he branded Kim in his chest. Uh, like, scary. Some pictures private, and then like five seconds later, she's like, "Well, some of his tattoos for me are cute, and then some of them are like more romantic, like the branding. It's like you know what you're doing. Like absolutely, that's again, absolutely creepy. First of you all, you want me to be alarmed and scandalized." <laughs> And I'm so annoyed by it that I want to exist. I want to. Wait, what was the other tattoo? My girl is a lawyer. Girl's a lawyer. That makes me want to die. I'm just like, kill me now. I'm so embarrassed for her. I what should be embarrassed for Kate, but I feel like this is so crazy. You're so crazy, Kim. There's this really funny um, lady comedian on Instagram, and she always talks about the crazy girl, and she'll be like. She'll do like little sketches where she's like at the grocery store and she's like the crazy girl at the grocery store and she's like, oh my God, did you see? I just put a banana in my mouth. Oh my God, so crazy. You know, like that's how it felt. Or it's like, it felt very like, oh my God, can you believe he branded his name? Which I don't believe. My girl's a lawyer. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I didn't even ask him to do that, guys. Oh, you know, I wasn't even single when Instagram was invented. So it's like, I don't know if I should share more pictures, but like, uh, you know. You definitely were, by the way. The way she tried to make it like, she accidentally said like the first three tattoos before the branding. It's like, no, yeah, you probably practiced this speech with Chris for the last three days. Like, well, I love how she's like acting, she's never been in a relationship while Instagram's been around. It's like, what do you say? Yeah, how do I I show a relationship on social media? This is so new to me. Instagram, you didn't live under a rock, bitch. Like, you have known how to manipulate the public (laughs) opinion for your entire life. I've never been single on on Twitter. Like, what do I even talk about? Before the show, even before the sex (laughs) date, like, that your mom's like main source of income was like manipulating public opinion. (laughs) So, if you're gonna go on Ellen, why? Nobody knows. If you're gonna go there and you're gonna say all that shit. Like, I would, I want to say, like, you saw, like, glimmers of Kim almost, like, playing the role of her carefree self. Now, was it landing? No. But it's, like, there was glimmers of, like, maybe Kim's just, like, doesn't give a fuck anymore. But then she starts talking, and you're, like, "Mm, no, this is very calculated. No, yeah. It it didn't even, because, again, and again, we say that just to reiterate, because we've had to watch her for, like, ten years. You know when she's being authentic, and you know when it's kind of, like, okay, if you're going to do all that, put the picture up there with, like, the, his tongue down your throat or, like, all the time. Please. I'd be, I would anything, love that. Anything. Just anything. Stand up the shirt. <laughs> something. Something. Like, something that oh. looks like I can believe you actually touch each other. <laughs> Not like you just get a quickie in and you're like, all right, let's go do this paparazzi thing. Because I just have a hard time believing it. Um, yeah, but the, even I, Ellen looked like, well, girl, if you're happy, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, like, um, can you talk about how you even get one tattoo of your significant other, much less someone you've been dating for five minutes amid a very messy divorce? Right, right. You're still <laughs> going through a divorce, right? Got it's like it. he branded. I, it was just, it felt so contrived. It like, did. Bless her heart. And it's not giving well, what she thinks we, it is at we all. We this back when Courtney started dating Travis Barker. We're like, who, what, who's the like edgy, quote unquote, faux edgy white person that like him would date or that Chloe would date? Yeah. And 
I feel like she's just doing that because she's like, well, it worked for Courtney. It's <laughs> now. It worked for Court. So, so like, I, I just need to like totally rebrand. Meanwhile, Chloe did not get the memo all together and it's dating Trey songs, which is just bad. Oh, all I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> it's bad because they've been linked together before. Like they've been making out. Like this was years ago. But it's worse if someone reminded me because, and I'm going to get into why it's really bad. because just got brought up again as being an a sexual deviant like well, that well, yeah, it's bad just came up like two weeks ago well i was gonna say it's bad because lauren london used to date trey songs oh, that's right, that's right. and she was fucking around with trey i don't know if she fucked with him when him and lauren were still together but either way lauren london was in chloe's wedding so needless to say oh, i was not happy about that <laughs> supposedly around the time that the last time that Chloe and Trey Songs like were friendly, maybe not dating, but friendly, there was some overlap of them being seen together at Kevin Hart's wedding. Yeah. Which is also where people supposedly believe Tristan made his made his move. move. And he was still with Jordan. First, First baby mom. Jordan number one. Yeah. Baby mama number one. There's that. And then also I think you can Google all this stuff. And I'm gonna this circle is, back to this point. This is a public, public, <laughs> public as hell. Cassie and Lauren London got on like Twitter. None of this got is a secret. None of this is a conspiracy theory. This is all documented, right? And Cassie and Lauren London got on social media and dragged Chloe to hell. Again, you can Google this. But that's a good segue because we didn't get to talk too much about the variety uh, interview last week because Kim just took it over but it was a pretty bad interview nothing no great nuggets chris tried to pretend they got other offers because she was like oh yeah we have other offers but i can kiss until you didn't get any other offers it's fine um courtney said she doesn't plan on deep doing any of this in the next five years kim said she doesn't see herself ever being off our tv so it wasn't that great of an interview but we but thankfully because kim's quotes were so bad Chloe was able to fly under the radar just a little bit um, <laughs> with her terrible comment because she or like asked, Courtney puts a lot of heat too because she like agreed with Kim on the word. Yeah, Courtney too. So Chloe got to fly under the radar. Chloe's comments that were right in the middle of it just kind of been like. Yeah, we're like, we don't have time to address that. But basically, they asked her about Tristan. Obviously, she's going to have Tristan on the show. We saw in the trailer, unfortunately. But she says, I wish I ever, I wish I never had to talk about that because it's not a fun thing to talk about. But it's part of my journey, so we'll see it on the show. A lot of times when we're filming, we discover some of these things. So you get real-time reactions. It's not always pretty, but it's the reality of things. So then, okay, she should have just sat there and ate her food. That was perfect. Fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, she goes on to say, if your significant other is doing something wrong, for the woman to be blamed, that's always been really hurtful for me. I've never quite understood that instead of there being some sympathy or like, wow, that must really suck that you have to go through that, um, she told Variety. And not only go through it, but then go through it so publicly. I don't even care if people have sympathy. I just, even though you just said you did, but anyway, I just don't understand why there's so much finger pointing. Like, it must be me. That's a heavy thing to carry. So this is when she kind of, I think in her brain, she thought, oh, shit, 
I'm going to get dragged. So let me blame the media. So then she goes on to say, I just think the media has to be more responsible, but they're so desperate clickbait. I guess it's sad. And it puts so much on the woman's shoulder emotionally. Um, Mind you, the same media she's having this interview with. It's a big burden to carry. And I don't think people realize what it does psychologically to the woman and the man. It's almost like another notch on their belt because they're kind of celebrated in a way, but it's, it's nothing new. It's always been the boys' club. I don't know celebrating, what she's talking I'm about. Celebrating Tristan Thompson. Literally, no one fucking likes him. Nobody. I feel like it's been like this for a while. What's a boys' club? Cheating? He I need to know what's a boys' club. Like the only people that vouch for him are Corey Gamble, Savas, and LeBron James. Like, And LeBron's not even like doing much. Yeah. But I just feel ago. like... No one's vouching for him. He's the biggest walking punchline there is. Like another example of the, how I just don't understand. They've been doing this for so long, and their interviews they almost get worse as they get older or as they get more in the game. I just think, for one, the publications, not to blame the media. The media. The publications want the sound bites. They don't. Care. In fact, well, yeah, they're not going to help her. They probably encourage them to say dumb shit. They don't have their best interests at heart. But then at the all. teams that are around them that are supposed to be the people advocating for them with the, the publications, like, mm, that doesn't really fit with our, like, pitch. Our ass dwellers, like Malika and Tracy, where it's like, get professionals. Like, why do you, why are you listening to these people? Like, you need someone to be like, no, 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 that sounds bad, girl. Like, they don't have any of those people in their life. Like, obviously, like, the obvious, right off the bat. Everybody knew it. Everybody saw it as, she, as soon as she said it. She tried to ruin Jordan's life. Not right off the cuff. Chloe loves to make it seem like, oh, my emotions are running high. No, you had like multiple episodes where you just went on and on and on, <laughs> ruining this girl's life. And she has yet to apologize to Jordan. She said some weird, like, circular things for like, I've come to realize both parties were involved. Like, <laughs> she has never made amends with Jordan. Fuck her. So <laughs> that's the worst part about it. But yeah, then there's this other part about it where it's like, we're somehow we're blaming you. We're like, Chloe, no, people were so frustrated with you because everyone was like, this guy is garbage. Took him back like four times. Why do you keep going back to him? Why are we still watching this on the show? Why Ugh. are we seeing him at these birthday parties? Like these boudoir pictures. Why is he sending Malika flowers? And we're she's not blaming it? you. We're literally like, this guy is psycho. Like, we're like, <laughs> why is he pushing to get back to you? Why is he messing around with your best friends trying to send flowers? Like, everyone was like, this guy fucking sucks. If anything, I think people had such a strong reaction to him being shitty to her because she used to be the sister that people like, aligned with. Well, we, 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 we sympathize, well, we, other yeah. people sympathize with the Lamar situation. Yeah. Like and I think she she had the sympathy it. in that one. Well, and then. You can't even blame her for, like, Lamar's issues. Like, if yeah. anything, when it came to the light and you realized she had been kind of covering for him, you're like, God, that's depressing. Like, I don't think anyone was ever like, well, you should have known, Chloe. Like, yeah, no? people were really on her side with that. Where she lost it was... Jordan was the trigger because, like, I was going to bring this up with the variety, with the problem with her quote in there. We live in this world where too much information is available. Same with Kim's poor quotes. You no longer, it's not like 1952 where you can talk crazy to a newspaper and no one's going to fact check you or keep bringing it up. 
But like when you say things like, I don't know why the woman gets blamed. And then people start bringing up receipts. Like, didn't you take Lauren London's man? Didn't yeah. you take Trina's man? Didn't you do all this stuff? What are you yeah. talking about? Wasn't Lamar dating Taraji too? Like- right. Didn't you take Taraji P. Hintz's man? Yeah. Uh, I don't understand this. So that's the problem. The, the lack of self-awareness opens you up for that type of criticism. And you like, say you don't understand ever- is lack of, you understand, even if you don't agree with it. You know people can't stand you because of Jordan. Even if you don't agree with it, you just have and to be like... And she's not saying, like... She's saying that we blamed her for his right, right. like, And that's a very, like, cliche, like, movie plot line. Or, like, you know, oh, he cheated on you because you weren't paying attention to him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, no one fucking said that, Chloe. We're like, please... Get rid of them. <laughs> letting this man around you. Even if you guys aren't back together, you should be publicly humiliating him because that's what he did to you like you should not be letting him come on your show and like you shouldn't be posting all these stupid tumblr quotes that get people you know speculating if you're back together like that's what we were criticizing you for we are frustrated that someone who touted being a strong woman pushing back someone who told their sisters multiple times like don't let someone treat you like garbage we were trying to like push you to be like this guy fucking sucks like but all, yeah but also that she was a common narrative it's a rare day when like the public agrees on something but it feels like the public very much agree that we <laughs> that can't stand Tristan Thompson is like enough he, he has no redeeming qualities he can barely Man. play basketball right he came to play in Sacramento because he's on you know <laughs> he's on the Bulls now and they like booed the fuck out of him <laughs> like Get out. He's there. He's there's he's forgettable. Like the dimples, sure. Maybe he's nice in person. I don't know. He's not good enough he's, to basketball. I heard he's like the nicest person ever. That's great. That's so great. But well, as far as a boyfriend, a stop doing these things publicly so embarrassingly to the people that you're with. And then you won't need to prove that you're a nice person. <laughs> Because, like, you might be nice to people that you're not publicly embarrassing, but, like, people you're, you're not dating. <laughs> embarrassing people that you're impregnating and, like, telling a child that is coming into this world that their mistake that they're going to see on the internet for the rest of their life, then you could just be a nice person. But I think but- Kim <laughs> and Chloe and all of them need to have, I mean, it's, it's 2022. Have a little more self-awareness. Start your statements with, I'm not perfect. Like, I get it. Like, everyone makes fucking mistakes. I'm not holding... Chloe like to the fire because you took all these people's men it's really on the men because they're just so thirsty and fame hungry but But you can just say you know I have unfortunately found myself in situations with friends ex-boyfriends and da 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 and so I kind of understand why the public would be upset with me so even say Jordan the way I handled Jordan probably wasn't the best and I get that and I get that something I was out of my head you know I was out of my that's it people would probably they wouldn't have shit to say to you and I appreciated I did appreciate after the Jordan number two thing she came out later saying like I think it was just really emotional I was like really upset like that's fair with the Twitter stuff what wasn't cool was that then in the show, which was edited and filmed and packaged and all this stuff, you show you and your friends who are grown old women, much older than Jordan, just sh- shredding her to death. Never apologize for it. The closest we ever got to an apology was that like, oh, I realized there was two parties involved. 
And then Tristan just gets to do fuck all because he donated to sperm. It's like, I would have felt so much better if at some point Chloe had said, you know, I was emotionally reacted. That's fair. You're pregnant. This guy just cheated on you again. Embarrass him or sit down with Jordan and say, hey, I handled that situation poorly. They don't even need to be best friends again, but just, hey, I realized I handled that situation and put you in a position that wasn't cool, girl to girl. Publicly. Like, I pu- I shouldn't have publicly maybe Including done what I did. What? Which is, but to your point, I've nine and Jordan's 19. Like, there's, you got to think about that. Like, yeah. But to your point, like, cute. And Kimora is like 40. No, she's like, damn near 50, for real, for real. Yeah. And her husband is like making up marriages so that he can like swindle. It's like, Kimora, like, yeah, and I and in the heat of the moment, that's one thing. The fact that they've never gone back and said, We did that because we we're really blindsided and emotional, and we're sorry that we did that, right? And but at the same really time, it's like because he's the father of my child, so sorry, you know. But at the same time, it's like you don't even need to apologize to Jordan because, like, that's not going to be enough for people either. because... It's, not, it's never going to be enough. You need to have a more self-awareness when you talk. Yeah. Don't try to act like you're so oblivious. I don't know why people act like this. Well, you do know why. People hate Tristan and they I'm hate like, the way you treat other so women. Easy. It's like that. I mean, toys it's like with you Kim, take- too. Like, don't act like you don't know why people don't want to hear you talk about get up and work. Like, you know yeah. why no one wants to hear that from you. Well, you don't and, have to do this. And not to overuse the phrase gaslighting, because there's a difference between the, the narrative of the narrative. But it's, it, that is a psychological technique to be like, ah, oh, this is so crazy. Like, make the person feel crazy for thinking the thing that they think is technically what gaslighting is. And so I feel like they use that technique to be like, oh, it's so crazy that you think that. You know, and it's like Chloe being like, it's just crazy. The media would do this. And it's just like, all you had to do in, you would still probably get criticized. If you were like pageanty answer and be like, I know that I'm like benefited from the media and blah, blah, blah. but they could just do that. It's like it's such an easy thing. Like they wouldn't even have to be believe it or tell the truth. Just well, that's why I, I don't. I'm not convinced. They're all sweet girls. They're really nice. They're what blah, blah blah. The when it comes to interviews and articulating themselves, even Kanye, same thing. When it comes to explaining yourself. They cannot do it in a way that makes sense to other people. Like we can't, we don't have time to break down what you meant or what you're trying to say. The average person doesn't. We obviously. Well, and to give him credit, I don't think it's like some weird, like my maniacal, like diabolical plot or something. I think it comes down to the fact they already were somewhat sheltered growing up, even if they weren't on the level of like infamy and wealth as in their youth, they were still, you know, a well-connected, well-established, fairly, wealthy family and then they became super famous so it's like they have just never really had the environment around them that exposes them to like the consequences that happen when you're not self-aware and like the consequences when you speak impulsively and the consequences of like not being able to contextualize like what went another person in this situation experienced that I'm not experiencing you know it's like they just they've been in a bubble that's it. And that's it. And it's like, you just got to learn to like, 
chill. <laughs> just fucking chill. chill. Let's just have a good time as if I was begging. Can we just have a good time? Yeah. Um, the only thing else they have from that interview is that, interesting enough, they are only are signed up right now for two seasons. I don't know if it, I think 40 episodes in total. I don't think it's 40 each, but I found that very interesting. I feel like that was interesting too. Yeah, I feel like I got this sense of, especially you bringing up the comments they made about like how long they were going to do it. I mm-hmm. feel like it was definitely a Hail Mary for Chris. I feel like they went back and forth with E. He was like, we're not going to give you more money unless you like share more X, Y, and Z. And they were like, yeah. And Kim's or Chris started shopping deals. And I feel like they got the Hulu deal and Chris was kind of like, let's do this. 40 episodes, two seasons. Like, and, and Kim. Kim was like, we have to. And then once we're doing <laughs> that, we'll figure out what the next thing is. Like it felt very like we're going to grab this monkey bar or like lily pad to this, whatever. <laughs> like this ledge is going to be like our next thing. Like it didn't feel like even gapped. <laughs> I felt like there was a Hail Mary with Kanye's deal, but that was for 10 years. They were kind of like, we're they going to go bankrupt or we're going to give you a contract. They're like, maybe we get some jeans at the deal. <laughs> can you at least design a pair yeah. of pants? Like, can so we get something like on the racks? This whole Hulu thing feels very much like a, not even a trial run. I don't even, I would, I would not even give it that. I feel like it was like, well, we'll take what we can get. Let's just do this. And hopefully within the, 40 episodes and the time that passes we'll figure out what leverage we could have to either extend the contract or get a different one right so um are you ready to do some tyra mail tyra mail well do jesus take the wheel jesus take the wheel Hi, longtime listener. I've been listening since the first episode. First time writer. Love you both and happy you're back. You're making, you make being forced back into the office on <laughs> Thursday somewhat tolerable. First off, I'm exhausted by the stands. I believe that Kim and Skeet's relationship is real. I really don't know if I have ever seen more of a calculated move than Kim posting her and Skeet on the gram. Great way to deflect from the fact that Kim is so goddamn out of touch. Those who don't think Skeet is interested in the publicity, you're crazy. Look at who this boy is, quote, unquote, dating. I don't know, real relationship or fake. Your thoughts. Well, we already said our thoughts. Secondly, I seriously question the Kardashian-Jenner team's knowledge of how social media works these days. Same. This is brought up in one of your recent episodes. After watching the Hulu trailer this week, I don't understand how they're going to make this show relevant as they seem to be holding back on content that has already happened months ago. In the age of TikTok, real content that is less performative and shared in real time, it's crucial to, it's, it's crucial to relevancy, relevancy online. You just know that as the show airs, the K's will start posting photos of events that were taken as the show was filmed, dating themselves further. As we enter the age of real-time content sharing in video form, how do you think the Kardashians will do? Sometimes their social content seems less and less relevant. Thirdly, thoughts about the Kanye Netflix docuseries, Genius. I miss the old Kanye, RIP. But seriously, it was great to see old footage of Kanye and everyone else from that era. Fourthly... <laughs> There's a lot of rumors going around about Travis Barker and Infidelity. Chow, I want to say it, um, It seems in the majority of the past relationships, according to his autobiography, he's cheated on his partners and had 
has a bit of a sex addiction, addiction, excuse me, seems similar to Scott in some ways. How long will Courtney and Travis last? Or perhaps Travis is better hiding his shit. Hope you both are making it through this week in one piece. Cheers to you both. Um, I really think, you have a thought. On the Travis and Courtney thing. Sure. I feel like, one, because they're older, that's no shame. They have grown children, or children that are beyond baby. So one, because they have lives established, I should say. Not to use the O word. I think they both can see the benefit in something being more like long-term for both of them. Uh, After Courtney went through everything with Scott and Travis had his whole thing with Sheena. I think that they'll find an agreement. You know, like, if this is, I believe totally that there's a chance he likes to cheat on people and possibly has a sex addiction. So I think they both love the kind of, like, limelight they've been getting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have this infatuation with each other because of that. But I think they'll find as it gets farther along and, like, reality sets in, instead of, like, him cheating and she she getting pissed at him or something, especially with the volume of things she put up with Scott, I think they'll just, like, find an agreement. Especially because, like, you know, the whole poosh pivot with, like, sex positivity, which is great. Uh, I kind of feel like she'll just be like, if you need to have, like, a dominatrix on the side, whatever. Just don't force me. Like, that's kind of what I figure this they'll do. Which leads me to believe they'll have a longer lasting relationship than maybe we want to give them credit for. Like, I think they'll just like, once the sparkles wear off, I think they'll just be like, you do your well, thing. I'll do mine. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they get into a bad fighter and they're a wretch patch and Travis is like, Oh fuck it. I'm just going to go fuck something else. But I mean, I don't have much faith in him, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah same. I just think <laughs> Courtney's at a place in her life where she'll probably just be like, whatever makes you happy, babe, which I don't think it's right or healthy per se. Not to say that being polyamorous is not okay, but more that I think Courtney doesn't want to go through this whole rigmarole again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she isn't as like, you know, like protective. That's not the right word. Like jealous. I feel like, like I said, all the things that she put up with Scott, I think she'll probably just be like, well, this is the ship I, you know, hitched my ride to. So just do whatever. I'll be at Disneyland. <laughs> like, bye. Um, I just watched the Genius uh, docuseries. The first two episodes are really, really good and entertaining. The third one is a fucking nightmare. It gave me a headache. The third one, if you, as you can probably guess, is when all, like, the real serious mental health breakdowns are happening. But it's a weird documentary. It's, like... Kanye, I must, must have like greenlit it, like sure you guys can put it out, but he never talks in it, which usually with documentaries, when the artist is promoting it, you just assumed you they'd say something or like give some commentary on what was going on. Because like, yeah, we all know he was having, you know, the breakdown in Sacramento. They've showed that. We all know the breakdown in Wyoming when him and Kim <laughs> were having this thing, but we never got like an explanation. Like, I'm still trying to figure out like, which would be nice. Not like I'm being nosy, but it would really be nice if we heard from Kanye where his head at was at then and what was he going through? What was his emotions he was working with? Uh, we're still kind of like a third party. And the narrator's voice is really hard. No fist to cutty, like cootie, whatever. You did your thing on the video, but narration might not be your lane. 
Honestly, I feel like I haven't watched it yet. Just I think like with Kanye stuff is just like I feel so like oh, overly exposed to Kanye stuff with oh, yeah, 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 yeah. back into the pod and just kind of like it's like bittersweet to kind of go back to this person that I like admired and loved so much for so long so like I haven't watched it yet doesn't mean I don't want to I'm not like vehemently like I'm not watching that I just haven't found the time where I felt like mentally prepared but I found it interesting that because like right before it got released he kind of like was going through this high octane post Kim divorce announcement social media blitz that he he talked about how like not, this can't be released unless I approve. So I kind of get the sense, especially from Natalie's feedback. I wonder if they had like the first two kind of like chopped and ready to go. And the third one was like when he spoke up plus in real life, things got messier by the third chapter anyways. But I wonder if like when he spoke up, they were like, okay, like you read off, like you write your approvals for this last chapter just so we can get it out on time. So, you know, to Natalie's point, like not explaining these instances where he was going through something. I think that's always been something that's been frustrating to watch with him in general. It's like, he never really goes back and says like, this is what I was going through. Yeah. Not like, not like he deserves, he owes us an explanation, but in a documentary though, you, yeah. Kind of assume. The next thing, it's frustrating that he has not said what why he did the previous thing. So it's like you want us to buy into everything you're doing today, but we still don't know why you did the thing the other day. And like you want sign off on this documentary, but like a documentary needs to be honest and needs to be journalistic and all these things. So yeah, it was a word. But um, the other question she asked. Basically, how will they do with the show, given that relevancy? They're working really hard to close that gap (laughs) between hard is relative. Poorly. (laughs) Yeah, trying to close the gap between film time and air time. And I think that's why they thought streaming service would be good for that. But it's just, it's keeping people's interest. I think it's worse because at least, like, the E! show was on a cable network where they had like pretty strict like schedule streaming's even worse because like even love is blind like they don't put that out for like a year and a half yeah yeah and then yeah. everyone watches it all at once yeah and then there's a reunion yeah <laughs> no it's like very like streaming can do whatever they want basically they're not like answering to a schedule yeah so i think they're doing a bad job already well <laughs> so, yeah and it's it's weird too because they also commented in the variety piece that they're they alluded to the fact that they're not filming together. Yeah. Like, they kind of like, yeah, we're filming. And that's why you saw Kendall with her, like, bath sound, as, as if we want to see that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish you luck. I will see what happens with Pete. And it's like, that was months ago, too, bitch. <laughs> we don't want to see that. Um, I think that's all the questions. So we'll do her mother, brother, grandmother, hate me in that order. It's a lyric from Kanye's All of the Lights. Beautiful. All of the lights. Just what I thought. Now would be a good time to take a break from the socials because everything's calm. Boom. Fresh hail is raised. I'm going to start off by asking, when is this Pete and King, Pete and King, fuck, Pete and Kim thing going to end? I know many would disagree. I know I don't think they would. But I still don't see this relationship being legit. Nobody believes it. 
<laughs> Even though he posted himself in her bed on another thing, that post was so weird to me because as calculated as Kim and Chris are, I don't think this is part of their plan in any way. I don't know. I just don't see them being down with Pete sharing something like that. Or maybe this is some Hulu content. I feel like Kim was mostly, most likely upset after seeing those texts surface. Anyway, I have to say, Kim calling Ye out for lying about his access to the kids was kind of hilarious because I do believe Kanye is extremely dramatic. It makes a lot of these things up in his head. But on the other hand, love how Ye has riled everyone up and how he cannot be contained. He doesn't fit in that perfectly calculated MO of the Car Jenners, and it's exciting for a change. Where, where the Ks tend to carefully plan every move they make and still end up getting it horribly wrong. Again, I stand by Ye and the TikTok thing simply because these comments about not wanting his kids on social media are not new. The record will show that he's always stated that he doesn't want his kids taking part in the media foolishness. This might be a long-ass 18 years for Kim Ye, but unlike the other baby daddies, Kanye won't leave quietly, and I ain't mad about it. Nevertheless, I'm irked after seeing the Hulu trailer. Are we really going to have to watch Courtney and Travis PDA-fueled second-chance romance carry this show? I don't know if I can stomach it. And it seems like there's more drama the closer we get to that Hulu show. Coincidence? I think not perfectly written i will say can i just say something about the kim calling yay out i think she deleted her comment later uh i think she had a knee-jerk reaction because he said he saw let's just i'm gonna paraphrase but he said he saw these pins on north's backpack the last time he was um there last thursday when he was allowed to see her and then kim came in and said can you stop this narrative you were just here to pick up the kids this morning but i think she had to go back because he didn't say he didn't get to see them. He just was making a statement that the last time he saw them, when that I think that what threw her off, maybe everybody's because he used the word when I was allowed to see them versus just saying like last week, this was on Norse backpack. Uh, so she kind of got caught up in his game for a minute. But um, yeah, I think that was a great letter. I agree with everything you're saying. I, like I was saying like earlier, like both of them do this. Kim does it in a more calculated way. Connie does it in a more, like, off-the-cuff way. But, like, are decisive with their words. And they admit the other stuff. You know? So, it's, I, like, yeah. him saying, like, when I was allowed to see them. Seems like she's been holding them, like, against their will. But, like, it's just, like, it's this singular post. And you don't really know, like, the whole context. Where, like, it could have just been <laughs> that you saw. I, last week when I saw my kid, I didn't like right. these pins on her backpack. You know, it's like they both are so particular with their words in a way to like well, try to one up again, each other. Cannot articulate or form great sentences where people can clearly understand what you're saying. <laughs> you have to sit there and like reread it and be like, what is he trying to say? Like the expository writing of it all. It's like, what's your thesis statement? What are the three points that you're trying to make that support your make thesis? Make an outline. Yeah, right. And make an outline. Write a conclusion as how you've proven this thesis. It's like if your thesis is that you don't like the pin on her backpack, make that statement. Is the thesis that you haven't got to see her, make that statement. You know, it's like, I don't know. The <laughs> narrative of it all. The narrative. Of the narrative. It's another word I, I'm completely done with. But um yeah, Hamilton, ruining Hamilton, one, one narrative at a time. Oh, and the last one is Ke- Kim, fuck, Kim and Pete. <laughs> Kim and Pete. Keith going Keith. to space. 
Oh, it's already been this this got sent in last Thursday, I believe. And since then it got reported that Pete is actually going to space. Again, don't give a fuck. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Hello, lovelies. I hit up your IG DMs with this before, but realized sending emails properly better. Yes, it's always better. Rumors are circulating that Pete is going to space with Bezos, but my bestie at Blue Origin on the launch team tells me they haven't locked in Pete, but also Kim to go up on New Shepard. My best friend had a fun day figuring out how safe it is to wear false eyelashes in space instead of her usual rocket science staff. Seems like a good uh, Ascinch Hulu content. Can oh my you God. imagine if you were rocket scientists? Like a fucking rocket scientist. Part of was smart. Your task was to test eyelashes because <laughs> Mr. Bezos loves a celebrity friend. <laughs> Well, and we do know this was probably a month ago or something. They had like dinner with Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. one of their earlier sightings. Yeah. A month or two ago. Uh, around the same time, Kanye was having dinner with Jared Kushner, which is beside the point. So they both just love pissing each other off. Uh, but Maybe yeah, he's going to space with Jared. Yeah, Who knows? Let's just all, yeah they're going to do, a, it's going to be a space race, but it's going to be Kim and Kanye's ego um, <laughs> all over again. Uh, maybe we'll land on the moon again. Uh, but yeah, again. So I, I definitely think I could totally see them being like the people to get behind this and Jeff Bezos just eating it up. So we, I promise you, I'm really sorry. Your friend is having to put aside their entire entire life's work (laughs) to test eyelash glue with no gravity. (laughs) Um, My Kim will be unfucking variable if she goes to space. Like it will be so, first of all, the show will cover, I can't believe me and Pete are going to space. Like, we're going to be the first couple to make out in space. Like, it's just going to be... Like, we will not hear the end of it. We'll get pictures. We'll talk about how historic it was for her to go. How she's, like, the first Armenian in space. Oh, Chloe will yell at us about using reusable water bottles, but they're just <laughs> burning absurd amounts of fuel to just, like, make a Hulu episode. Or burning a lot of money full to make a fucking U two a U oh. what's it, a U turn in space. They literally yeah, go exactly. up, go and up, come and they're down. like that was fun. Like I have so much money, I'm just gonna shoot up into space and then come right back. I mean, we won't hear the end of it. Like it will just be such a stark you know, moment. We just can't take bathroom breaks, but the Armenian president I want called to me because I'm representing the country as I go in space. <laughs> Dumb mom. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be in space, so I can't make why don't you, Jeff? This will be like a new concept. Red table talk, but in space. In space. You take Kim, Kanye, Pete, all of them up into your spacecraft, and then you orbit so long that by the time you get back, like that Matthew McConaughey movie, we're all dead and we've all, and we've all moved on. I wore skims. In space, like we made, like we got, we teamed up with NASA. I've already made a NASA teamed up um, NASA. collaboration because <laughs> we are just so serious about picking the best fabric for that space. holds your guts together, so that like, <laughs> when you leave the atmosphere, like you don't disintegrate. So it's just like a, 
it's like a dream I've had since my father, Robert Kardashian Sr. Esquire III, told me about space travel. I've been, like, drawing in my little coloring book, like, about space. I got a telescope one birthday, and it changed my life. I remember telling my mom, like, I'd love to go to the moon one day. And, like, North's really into, like, stars right now. Like, wanted me to go the North Star, is there a P-Star? And I was like, no, there's no P-Star. God, she's white. Why would there be a P-Star? <laughs> my brother saw him. Who? Who? Northy, you're so crazy. She loves space. And I'm getting my hair braided for space. Because North <laughs> told me it would be better because it's um, protective hairstyle. You need a protective so hairstyle I'm going to protect it from space. The gravity, like, I just had to braid it. Like, I had <laughs> no other choice. So worried about my baby hairs that my I got reinstalled hairs. getting stuck in my helmet. I literally had to call, like, can I put edge control on in space? Like, whoa, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to space. Um, it's all that. Now you're going to get all of that. Connie's so jealous because we went to space. And he was like, where's my daughter? And I'm like, I'm in space. Uh, <laughs> There's no God in space. All caps. <laughs> Skims presents, or wait, Skims announced a collaboration with NASA. Oh, my God. Under space suit. <laughs> it's a new space suit. I've designed a new space suit. Jesus crossed. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, you have an announcement before we get out oh, of here. Yeah. I finally uh, am slowly working through our merch stores back on. Bow, 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 uh, bow. I uploaded some new stuff and then I have to go back to some of the older ones we had and reactivate them because we updated our handle um, during our hiatus. Uh, and I gave my nephew my computer and he deleted my Dropbox to make room for video games or something. It was this long drawn out thing and the people at Dropbox thought I was crazy until we figured it out. <laughs> uh, so I don't have like the native files. So I'm just like re- cleaning up some of the older ones and making sure they're good to go. And then, yeah, just thinking of some new fun ones we can add to the mix, but it's live. There's some new designs. There's some old designs. Get on there. Get some merch. Link is in the bio of the app. Bio at the Say Bible Instagram account. It's also on t tpublic.com. You can look it up by Say Bible. You can look it up by physical Kardashians. It'll come up. And if anyone has like some slogan or character or person, whatever concept they want to see, I am at your beck and call. This is what I trained for my entire <laughs> career to make merch. So if there's something you would love to have, it's super easy for us to get stuff uploaded. So I love ideas. Also, breaking news, Kanye West's Instagram account suspended for 24 hours after violating platforms policies, which kind of sucks because he doesn't really do anything. I don't know. That's just me. I just think he's like a menace, but I just don't think. He does get, there's some of the things get a little threatening, like. What's your address? <laughs> people, but yeah, that is just saying it could hurt people or whatever is like one thing. He like wants to seem menacing, but then like he literally like posted somebody's address. He said the location of his kid's school. Like, 
<laughs> Who knows? Oh, they're saying this is due to his recent post, which violated Instagram's policies on hate speech harassment bully. But you know what that means? Take it to Twitter. Twitter lets you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Facebook. You love Candace Owens so much. Like, go somewhere where, like, the, go, where, where, go the Facebook. Or that, that uh, Facebook account you're, or platform your dragon brother made up. Go there. Facebook, Twitter, you've got options. Uh, TikTok, ooh, come on, TikTok. Also, this is a great opportunity. Make your own social media platform. Fox already- News, as long as you don't talk about critical race theory, you just go straight on to Fox News and start talking shit. Fuck it Instagram. <laughs> I wish he would go on Twitter. I will not be silent. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye, are you silent? Are you silenced? What's going on? Um, okay, so get the merch. Uh, praying for a Peace. At least I put a question mark at the end. Peace. I don't know. Or just less. Even less. Less. I love that. Have like one or two like chaotic things happen a week. We could have some time to discuss it. But it's like these rapid fires, then a break, and then rapid fire, then a break. It's like we're having a hard time figuring out a cadence, man. Yeah. Let's just less, less. (laughs) All right. Well, have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.